You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, everyone, and rise and shine. Um, If you take a look at the clock, it's time to get ready for school. I mention that because we are going to be talking about uh, Catholic schools here in the city of Chicago and the Archdiocese of Chicago on what really is a glorious morning here for late November. Uh, I'm Vince Girasoli. I am sitting in today trying to fill in the shoes uh, of uh, Father Greg Sackowitz. Father Greg can't be with us this morning. And so uh, I'm usually on the other side of the microphone, but I'm going to uh, at least sit in his chair and try to do the best I can. Uh, Father Greg is uh, just an incredible person uh, when it comes to setting people at ease at the microphone and informing all of you about all the things that are going on here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Um, So uh, he's left me some great notes, and we'll plow ahead. But first I want to tell you about, let's just talk for a second about the weather. We're going up to a high of 65 degrees today. Uh, kind of gusty, but uh, this is, you know, we're approaching the, almost the third week in, in November right now, and uh, the weather's kind of been all over the place. It's been really cold at times. Um, it's uh, been gloriously warm like we're going to have today. Um, and so as you're heading out the door to school, sometimes you don't exactly know what to put on. Um, and so my mom, if you were like my family, she gave you uh, preparation in case uh, there was an Arctic blast, even on days when uh, it turned out to be uh, a little bit warm and sunny. But if you're getting ready with your family to to head on out uh, the door and maybe to a Catholic school, some of the kids uh, in the family, uh, we want you to listen up just a little bit now because we have on the line with us Dr. Jim Rigg, the superintendent of schools for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Um, are you going to have your extra coat on today, Dr. Rigg? <laughs> I can't tell yet. It looks like such a beautiful day out there, but you're right. It is uh, it is gusty, and this is, in fact, uh, mid-November in the city of Chicago, so probably a coat at least. <laughs> that's, the, that's the very least we're going to need. We want to thank you so much for joining us this morning, and we always like to get a status check on how things are going at the schools. Uh, this is a year unlike most, uh, and I think that's an understatement, but things actually <laughs> at our schools have been progressing pretty well. Uh, with the precautions we've been able to take, correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, This has been a very unusual and uh, complicated year for anybody in education, and Catholic education in particular. But uh, as you know, Vince, uh, we did make the commitment to uh, reopening our Catholic school system for in-person instruction. Uh, You know, we worked all through the the late spring and summer with local health agencies and our own team of uh, medical advisors to put together a very thorough and well-thought-out reopening plan that contained a lot of health and safety precautions. And, you know, we're now about a third of the way into the school year, and I'm so happy to report that things have gone very well. We have uh, minimal, if any, evidence that there's been transmission within our schools. So the masking, the distancing, all of the cleaning and hand-washing, all of that seems to be paying off, uh, and I'm more convinced than ever that students and employees are safe in our schools. Dr. Rick, uh, you know, not, not to interrupt you there, but, but people have actually been looking to what, what the Archdiocese has been doing in the schools as sort of a model on, on how to handle things as best as you can under these circumstances. 
Yeah, you know, the, the governor made an announcement uh, earlier this week about, uh, you know, some new statewide requirements, uh, but he specifically said that schools can continue to operate. And I've been told that uh, he was informed in allowing schools to continue to operate in large part by the success of our Catholic schools. Well, we've had some COVID cases, but uh, as I said, uh, nearly all, if not all of them, uh, have involved people who have become infected outside of school and have unknowingly bringing, brought it in. And so, uh, again, we have very little evidence to suggest that there's been person-to-person transmission. And I think that's to the great credit of our, uh, of our teachers and employees and students and families. Really, it's a community coming together. I mean, there's, there are guidelines that can be put in place and systems put in place, but it really does take the whole community from uh, the parents and, and students themselves to the people working in the schools to make the system function appropriately and, and as safely as possible. You know, that notion of community is so important for uh, Catholic schools, and it's a big reason why we wanted to continue in person this year. Uh, It is so important, we think, that um, teachers and students have a chance to see one another, be with one another. Um, And that notion of community comes up again and again as I talk to families and and, uh, their decisions as to why they chose a Catholic school. So we're so happy to be able to continue uh, in person as a community of Catholic schools together. Dr. Rigg, what's one of the top questions that you're receiving from families uh, when they ask how things are going? You know, I think families are watching the escalating COVID rates uh, in Northeast Illinois and around the country, and they're understandably nervous. You know, we're, we're seeing spikes in COVID throughout our country right now. And so uh, families do ask, you know, is school going to continue to be safe? And again, I keep going back to the data. You can't argue with the numbers. You can't argue with the science. You know, we just are not seeing person-to-person spread in our schools. And so we've done our best to, uh, you know, reassure people. Uh, again, there are schools that have uh, had COVID cases. There have been individual classes and even entire schools that have had to quarantine for periods of time. But in uh, virtually every case, uh, those quarantine decisions have been uh, caused by uh, or motivated by uh, cases of COVID that are brought in from the outside. And so I've really encouraged families to make responsible choices in their, in their off times. You know, a lot of COVID is being spread through family gatherings, social events, club sports teams, and those sorts of things. And, you know, we, we try not to be judgmental when we send out these reminders, but, uh, you know, I always tell people the decisions of a few can impact the many. And, you know, if a family goes out and does not um, protect themselves and their own personal lives, they, they can get sick, and that can impact our ability to continue in-person instruction. Something to keep in mind as Thanksgiving is just around the corner. I have been uh, booking guests and and lining up interviews for some different projects here at the Archdiocese. I have been so impressed with how creative, in particular, some of your music teachers have been in recording (laughs) virtually concerts. And I know that there are significant efforts at many schools right now to put together some sort of holiday program uh, so that we don't have to, you know, we may be taking some sort of a, a detour this year, but we don't have to completely lose that that festive atmosphere that we come to look forward to. No, I agree with you. I, I likewise have been so impressed by the creativity and ingenuity of all of our teachers. But, you know, you mentioned music in particular. Uh, it's been neat to see many of our music teachers and our band teachers and others and how they have uh, creatively come up with alternative plans for holiday concerts. Uh, nearly all of which involves some type of virtual component. So I, I have four kids of my own in the Catholic school system, and um, all of them are musicians. <laughs> and, uh, and so they're, they're getting ready for a band 
performance uh, happening next month for Christmas, but it's going to be all virtual. So we'll have the opportunity to watch our own children uh, play with other kids in a virtual setting and still be able to celebrate the Christmas and Advent seasons. That also means you get to hear them practice a little bit more than normal at home. So I'm sure that must be. Yes. In, that's enjoyable <laughs> yes, in so many different ways. <laughs> switching, gear, <clears throat> switching gears here just a bit. I did want to talk a little bit about the tax credit scholarship program. Um, uh, the There are some uh, parameters and I think there might be some deadlines coming up, if I understand correctly. Yes, yeah, so this is the uh, the tax credit scholarship program through the state of Illinois. We are uh, preparing, believe it or not, for our fourth year of implementation of tax credit scholarships. So we're doing some special appeals as the calendar year comes to a close to any individual who pays taxes in the state of Illinois, which is, by the way, all of us, should be all of us. And so everybody's got a tax liability, and through the tax credit scholarship program, you can dedicate some of your state taxes to scholarships for kids in private schools. So if you go to our website, artchicago.org, you can find out more information about tax credit scholarships. And starting on the 1st of December, running through February of 2021, we have a two-for-one matching program. That's the most incredible part of this. I was reading up on that just a little bit, and that that really sort of, you know, gets more bang for the buck. It does. We have a set of donors who um, are supporting this two-to-one match. But uh, if you uh, dedicate any any portion of your tax liability to tax credit scholarships, uh, we have a set of donors out there that will match it two-for-one. Again, starting December 1st through February. More information up on our website. Okay. Now, I don't hear anybody rehearsing right now, so I guess you have just a, <laughs> a moment of calm. I, I know you can't stay with us for the full hour this morning, but uh, I sure want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, keeping us up to date on what's happening in the schools. Uh, do you know when the, the band concerts are? Do you attend just one band concert, or is it four different ones with the four different kids? <laughs> you know, I have two kids in high school and two kids in grade school, so that's two different concerts. Fortunately, not four. I love Christmas concerts, but I don't know if I want to go to four separate ones. <laughs> Although now they're on, if, if, you, if you can mirror your, uh, your phone, you can get them on your uh, widescreen in the, in, in the living room. And you can Good watch idea. them. There. You can around sound too. <laughs> Dr. Jim Riggs, Superintendent of Schools for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Thank you so very much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. And for My those pleasure, of, thanks. Thank you, Dr. Riggs. And for those of you listening, this is Catholic Chicago. We've got more coming your way. We're going to be visiting two high schools this morning and talk about signing up for the entrance exam, which is coming up in just a few weeks. If you're an eighth grade family, extremely important. Stay with us. nation in our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. 
experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. A Catholic faith-based education enriches both your mind and your heart. Academic standards are strong, and so is the feeling of community. 96% of our graduates go on to college. If you think a Catholic high school education is for you, keep these dates in mind. Registration is now open for the Catholic High School Entrance Exam, which will take place on Saturday, December 5th. Students should take the exam at the high school they hope to attend next year. For more information, log on to our website, schools.artchicago.org. Catholic Charities Celebration of Giving is underway, and we need your help more than ever. Now in its 73rd year, the Celebration of Giving was started by a group of adoptive parents who wanted to buy gifts for children who had not yet been adopted. This wonderful idea spread at Catholic Charities, and last year, 25,000 gifts were given to people who would otherwise have nothing to open Christmas Day. Our online partners make it easy to donate toys. Gift cards are so appreciated by teenagers, too. Gather your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors and join this huge, awesome outpouring of kindness that is filled with the spirit of Christmas. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash celebration or call 312-655-7401. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. Welcome back, everyone, to Catholic Chicago. I'm Vince Giorsoli, in today for Father Greg Sackowitz. I want to remind you that you're listening to us on WNDZ, 750 AM. If you have any questions, you can give us a call at 312-255-8408. We are also streaming now on YouTube. Just uh, go to YouTube and type in either Catholic Chicago or Archdiocese of Chicago, and you can watch us streaming uh, on our YouTube channel. We hope you can join us any way you can. You know, we are talking this morning about the Catholic high school entrance exam because everything's cyclical. Everything's always about, you know, look at the calendar, what's coming up, what's coming up. And if you are an eighth-grade family in particular, you have been uh, noticing, maybe have that that, uh, date circled uh, on your calendar about the Catholic high school entrance exam. This year it is on December. 5th, uh, it's a big decision deciding which school you're going to go to, um, what's going to be the best fit for your family, uh, and then you also want to do well on that exam. So it's December 5th, and students should go to the high school that they hope to attend next year, and that's where they can take the exam, but you have to register for it. So I'm going to give you a website now. This is where you would register for the exam. It's at schools.archchicago.org. Uh, and uh, so many Catholic schools to choose from. It was difficult to choose which ones we could highlight this morning. Uh, but uh, we're going to travel on out to Belmont Cragen to the Catholic high school that I believe is not only the oldest Catholic high school uh, in Chicago, I, I think it's the oldest high school in in the city of Chicago, not just not just within our archdiocese, and we're talking about St. Patrick High School. And joining us over the phone is Dr. Joseph Schmidt. He's president um, at St. Patrick High School, and Mick O'Rourke, who's board chairman. He's also a 1986 alumnus and a current parent. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. Hey, good morning. Great to be with you. 
It's good. Thanks to be- for taking time. It's uh, always nice to be on the show. We were on last year with Father Greg, and we had a great time. So it's nice to be with you today. Well, okay, I'm just a substitute, so I'll do my best to get the bus. Where well, you it have needs to, to tell go. bad jokes, then. you have to tell <laughs> bad white, and you have to be a White Sox fan. Hey, good morning, Mac. <laughs> it's good to have you all here. You know, I've had the pleasure of visiting your school, and um, I'm not just saying this. Um, I, you can feel that it's a, a, a wonderful environment. Um, you, you can just feel that there's a caring atmosphere there and that uh, the students there are dedicated. I know this has not been the easiest of years for everyone, uh, but uh, in years past when I've been able to visit there, I, I always left with a, a really good feeling about the school. Uh, Dr. Schmidt, it, it does have a bit of a storied history here in Chicago. It's been around since 1861. It really does. We're celebrating our 160th year proudly this year at uh, St. Patrick High School. Of course, our roots are downtown at the Splains and Adams. We're going to have a big celebration, hopefully live at Old St. Pat's with uh, Father Hurley on uh, Sunday, May 23rd, celebrating our 160th year. And uh, we're, we're proud of that because uh, we are we are the northwest side of Chicago and uh, so proud to be able to, to serve uh, in the great city of Chicago. You know, I'm sure you bump into families from time to time, and they have many choices to make. And, and some of those choices are whether to attend a tuition-based school or not, uh, and some of those choices are whether to attest, attend a faith-based school or not. What is it? You, know, you have to have that elevator speech we always hear about. What, what do you tell people in a nutshell why uh, an education at St. Patrick is, is really a good choice? Well, first of all, the, uh, we have a great academic school. But we have uh, we just have a uh, camaraderie and a brotherhood at St. Pat's that is really unmatched, and uh, it's uh, it's something that we work on. That, that environment you talked about, it, you walk in the front door and it's friendly and teachers care. As the founder of the Christian Brothers, St. John Baptist de La Salle, would tell the early brothers, "Look, at, you better touch the hearts of these students," and uh, that's that's the important part of uh, going to school. Uh, and yeah. we take that we take that very seriously. Mick, you attended school there, and it's obviously a choice that was good for your family as well. It, just speaking personally on uh, uh, in your own life, how did your education stay with you as you went on your life journey? Uh, my education stayed with me in that I attended a, a Catholic college and attended Marquette University, and then when my wife and I uh, started our family, we moved to St. Mary of the Woods, and that's where we knew Father Greg from. So I, I guess and we've our kids have gone through Catholic schools and they're in Catholic colleges now. So I guess the foundation that was built for me and then my wife attended Mother Garen in Catholic high schools has led us to continue that onto the next generation of our kids with Catholic education. We're huge believers in Catholic education. And if you ask about the elevator speech I give is we, we build that foundation to Form young men to leave our school and be successful citizens in the world that we live in, which is a it's a kind of a strange world right now. So we figure we put out a great product, but it's also they leave and they know that there's 160 years of legacy to support them, and that's so important. It, it, did you have to have a conversation with your your kids, or did it just come naturally that this is a good choice for them in particular? It's such an interesting way to ask that question. It, it did come naturally. It, we don't tattoo them when they're born with a shamrock. That's a, that's a rumor. I don't want that to be believed. <laughs> but it did come naturally. But, it, you know, it, it, there was, it was all about the Catholic model. We believe in the Catholic education model, and they've heard my wife and I say that from day one. So I guess that's where it started, and they believe that St. Pat's would be the one. And my son that's there as a sophomore now, I asked him last night at dinner, I said, 
how's everything going at school? He says, I'm just so happy to be in the building. And we've had our kids in the building this year, which is absolutely fantastic. And Joe should touch upon what we did for our families just recently with regard to uh, the Shamrock Cares Fund. Tell us a little bit more about that, Dr. Schmidt. Yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be glad to. So uh, board approved. Uh, we helped in a few different ways. Number one, we we gave a uh, tuition break this year for all families. So we have 550 students. So uh, we gave each family a $500 credit that we will just kind of uh, take take in, into the budget and uh, give our families a little bit of help in these uh, very you know challenging COVID times. And so many of our families are just solid middle-income families that uh, need need the help. Everyone is having some difficulties in these times. And then also for next year, we have frozen tuition uh, at this year's rate for all families. So it's probably on a 4% increase. It'd be another, you know, uh, $150,000 that uh, will we'll tuition freeze for next year. And then for the incoming class next year, we've allocated uh, an additional uh, 35% into financial aid, which is about uh, uh, $100, $150,000 to uh, help incoming freshmen that are uh, class of 2025. So the whole package is called the Shamrock Scares Fund, and uh, it's about a half a million dollar package. And we're, we're really uh, pleased and excited that uh, our board approved uh, some help for our families who work pretty hard and, and basically are month to month payer of their bills and they need assistance to uh, be able to attend St. Pat's High School. You know, that's important to mention, too, is that there is this commitment in our Catholic high schools. I know we're just talking about uh, St. Pat's right now, but there is this commitment to make sure that, that families can get some sort of assistance. I, I think that I was looking at your tuition. It's uh, just a little bit less than 13000 according to your website. But you do have these assistance programs, and the tuition shouldn't discourage people from taking the exam and, and, and seeing uh, what is possible, uh, especially when we see your academic offerings. It, it looks to me like you have, you have two different college prep programs, and also there's like a uh, there's something for every type of student is basically yeah, what, yeah, what we I'm just, finding. We just received a, a great letter from one of our um, students' parents who was down at the University of Illinois. Said they just got a letter from the admissions people at Illinois that this year, through our PAC program, which is uh, very successful and very fiscally helpful to our families, he received 29 credits down at Illinois. So basically, he's a sophomore. That's the savings. I mean, that's the savings of money and time. $30,000 plus for sure. Yeah. And in addition to that, too, even if, if, you know, some people say, well, you know, I have we did our best to save for for college. It also allows the student then to take extra classes um, if they so choose as well. You know, sometimes double double majors. Some have already started in their fourth year, their master's degree. Mm -hmm. It's just a it's terrific opportunity for sure. Thank you. And there's also you're you're making it possible for people to tour the school as well. Uh, I, I I'm looking at uh, you've got some meet the shamrock tours. A good number of them have passed already, but I think we still have about two more. If folks are interested in touring the school, and really they're gonna they're gonna go on all year long because there's gonna be makeup tests. They're, we're gonna keep that open and available all the way through next August uh, because families have had a harder time. Although we've done well, the open houses. Of course, by COVID rules, are limited at 50, so that's 15 families. So we had four open houses, so that was 60 families. And we probably had another 75 to 100 families tour our, our building, and it shows uh, excitement on their part because the 
you have to make a little bit of a special effort to get out and visit the high school. So that's a good sign for us. Mick, remind me, if you can, how many you've had go through the school so far of your children? I've had two graduate. Uh, I, he, one is gainfully employed, and his uh, parents like to say he's off the payroll. <laughs> and then I have, uh, I have a sophomore at the University of Dayton, and then I have a sophomore at Shamrock High. And uh, I have no more kids after that. Were there any traditions that when you saw your children going through the same traditions that you went through, I mean, 20, 30 years earlier, however however long it took you to form your family? Sure. Um, how did it touch you and them and, and, and bring you together when you saw them going through some of the same experiences? Sure. So the, the I'll, talk, I'll, I'll talk about a small one. I'll talk about a big one. And the small one is the Italian beef sandwiches on Thursdays. And when my, I loved them when I was there. When my kids come home on Thursday, we could tell them that the house just got foreclosed on, but they had a beef sandwich at 5900 West Belmont Avenue, and they're in a good mood. So that that's a small one. But then... <laughs> The major one is, and I give Joe and uh, previous uh, presidents credit for this, is our graduation ceremony is at Holy Name Cathedral, and it's been that way for 30-plus years. And the, 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 the Mass is beautiful, and I, I love the fact that it's a Mass and it's not a ceremony and everything is based in Catholic tradition. But then the Shannon Rovers, at the end, walk the students out, and the kids get to stand outside on in front of Holy Name Cathedral, and they blocked the street off for about 45 minutes, and I celebrated that, and I saw my boys celebrate it, and I think that's probably the one, the fondest memory, but I give Joel, and I remember three or four classes before me, it wasn't at Holy Name Cathedral, and they said, this is an important milestone in a young man graduating, let's do it at the most important church in the Archdiocese, and we do it at Holy Name Cathedral. You know, tradition, it brings us all together. Uh, Dr. Schmidt, I wanted to talk a little bit about your STEAM program. You have a, a, a family science center at the school, too, and this is so important in preparing uh, students for the jobs of, to, of today and tomorrow. It sure is. Yeah, we're into our fourth year, and uh, so many of our students have been able to benefit from internships created out of the STEAM program with uh, alums who have done well in the in the STEAM areas and uh then hire uh, and use our, our current students in that program uh, for internships. And also, they will, when they uh, complete and graduate from St. Pat's, uh, they'll have that on their transcript, and it'll give them a little, a little uh, one-up uh, on their transcript, being a, uh, a STEAM graduate and uh, through a, a STEAM program, which has been recognized by the state of Illinois. Not only that, these STEAM programs help these students get competitive jobs throughout their college career, too, if they're looking for summer employment. Having this type of emphasis in your schooling and learning some of those skills can help you with, you know, everyone, you know, you don't just have to work at the ice cream store, ice cream store scooping ice cream. You can actually, there are firms that would be more than happy to take students from a, a STEAM program for summer, for summer jobs, even while they're in high school. And we've got a great connection also with Lewis with their engineering and uh, aviation program where their instructors come out and teach. And we're well connected with the Shedd Aquarium, and there's lots of jobs and internships that are going to be available to St. Pat's uh, graduates uh, through the Shedd Aquarium. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of great opportunities here at St. Pat's, and uh, we're pleased that we're able to offer them to our, to our young men. You know, part of the reason we're speaking with all of you today is that we want to remind folks to sign up 
uh, for this year's entrance exam. And we've mentioned the date. It's December 5th. Is there anything special you want to say to the families out there about signing up for the exam? Well, I guess I, you want me to take that, Mick? Oh, sure, because you're the educator. I'm not. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm you just are, here really. for my good looks. Uh, <laughs> Which so, is why we're uh, on radio, by the way. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. Either, uh, you want to sign up. You're allowed to register at the Catholic schools now, so that has been open uh, since the 13th of November, so please do that. And the exam is going to be uh, in person at the schools, but you can also sign up online. If you're, uh, if you're sensitive to... Uh, that, although the buildings are safe. Uh, St. Pat's, we haven't had a COVID case mitigated inside the building since, uh, you know, we started this school year. So the buildings are clean and safe, and we follow all the COVID protocols. So uh, please, when you sign up, know that uh, you'll come here to St. Pat's and take the test here in the building. But if you so choose, just like during the year, we have a percentage of our families because we have a very, very good online program here at St. Pat's, and we've got about, uh, oh, 20% of our families that have chosen to go full-time online where the other 80% of students are in a hybrid form where they're in school every other day. So uh, that's a little bit of the information for the December 5th uh, test. And, and just real quickly, Mick, this is really an angst-ridden time when you have to take this exam. Mm -hmm. um, any advice to parents and students about to take the exam that you can say to set families at ease uh, and coming from a family perspective, not sure. from an educated perspective. So, I mean, we're extremely lucky and blessed in the Chicago Archdiocese to have so many great choices in high schools. And you have the single sex model, you have the co-ed model. You just have to do what's right for you and your family. And so, you know, I look back and when I went to St. Pat's, there wasn't the angst that, is going on now with our kids. We just, you know, we went to this neighborhood school. We are lucky that we have these choices, and it, it's important. And so the child has to have input, the parents have to have input, and it really becomes a family decision. And that's what I encourage families to do is sit down and have that open conversation with your child about what what are you trying to accomplish in these next four years. And just because relax when you, you take the, it. And just relax when you take the test. Exactly. That's all exactly. you have to do. Remember to relax when you take the test. Oh exactly. boy, did I enjoy. And bring two number two pencils. <laughs> That's right. Bring those two. And uh, before we say goodbye, when can I get that Italian beef sandwich? What day of the week? Thursdays or Fridays. Come we'll to Shamrock High. <laughs> you may see me at the door to the school. Oh, Dr. we'd be honored. Please come by. Dr. Joseph Schmidt and uh, Mick O'Rourke both joining us today to talk about St. Patrick High School uh, in the Belmont Craigan neighborhood. Thank you so very much. Uh, in operation since 1861. Congratulations. Good luck with uh, what you have scheduled for the rest of the year. Uh, and if you want more information on the Catholic high school entrance exam, you can go to our website at schools.artchicago.org. Again, thank you very much, gentlemen. And we'll be back with more information on how you can choose a Catholic high school for your family right after the break. Thanks so much. Thanks.